Hi guys, welcome to the Sunday Fufu podcast. We are back again. I'm here with my co-host Zogba. Remember, this is a GCR production. I hope you guys have listened to our previous episode. Um, go check it out. We are our podcasts are available on all podcast platforms. Okay, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, and also on our website, listen to gcr.com. Okay. All right, so um, jumping straight in, we have a dope guest today. Um, been looking forward to this one for the past, I think, week and a half since, you know, we started conversations, you know, trying to get this done. So, yeah, without further ado, I'll introduce our guest, Brian DeMessa. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, bro. How about you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You nice. sound very chill, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, get, you, get, you get good vibes, bro. <laughs> you get good vibes. I mean, you yeah. mentioned that, you know, you had been in the studio. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All nights working, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Charlie. I mean, I'm just glad that people appreciate your work because, yeah, you know, obviously yeah. you put a lot a good into it, right? So, yeah, yeah Zogba said that, you know. Gunner's answer to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's huge, though. How do you feel about that, though? Like, Gunner's answer to Drake? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I mean, it definitely feels good on one hand because, I mean, he's obviously been uh, a big source of inspiration for my music coming up so yeah i mean it feels good but i, d I don't think i'm there yet okay so yeah. like apart from him did you have other like oh yeah definitely um i mean coming up i listened to a lot of post malone uh, Bro, I when post i was malone. way younger i was really inspired and influenced by wiz khalifa um mm. yeah i think these are like my top three biggest influences two things really quickly one when you said dope, I was like, oh shit, 30 plus word. <laughs> Secondly, when he was like coming up, I was really inspired by West Khalifa. I was like, bro, I'm Charlie, old. Because like Charlie. black and yellow was when I was like in uni. Oh, you man, know? So <laughs> like this guy is like, when I was coming up, I'm like, so I was bad, already so. up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Like black and yellow, I was already up, bro. Already up, bro. Charlie, bro. I'm but that's cool. You, that's cool, you, man. That's, that's cool. Dope, that's that's dope. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, Brian, um, welcome to Sunday Fufu. Thank you. Um, on Sunday Fufu, you know, um, we pretty much like to have conversations, you know, through a gendered lens. And, yeah, you know, yeah. we like to break down our conversations and get different perspectives. And I mean, the, the main thing here is we don't necessarily feel like we would have answers all the time. Okay. But we just want to at least start conversations. Do you get okay. what I'm saying? Especially among men. You okay. get me, so that's pretty much it. So yeah, thank you for joining us in that space. So yeah, Zuba, what do we have um, first off? To get to talk so about? we've got a number of things, but first off, um, there was a video that has been popularly circulated online. Um, there are very polarizing perspectives uh, surrounding the video. We each have obviously our perspective on the video. The point of the podcast is to provide a nuanced perspective none of us is saying that we are objectively right we are just saying that this is the way we see the material and you know maybe it might help to influence the way you see it or present a different idea that you might not have perceived so um yeah the video was about a lady who was talking about protection basically protection of other women um in it's her good video yes <laughs> um yes uh so basically in her video she talks about how protecting women she likens it to a bodyguard and she's saying if women expect men to protect them then they also have to take the advice that men give them because that is 
the same way as with a bodyguard, you will take the advice of a bodyguard and you would cede some control to the bodyguard. You, if you expect protection from a man, then you also have to cede some degree of control. So whatever advice they give you when they tell you not to go places or do certain things, you don't do them. Yeah. The initial reaction to this was, well, there are women who get hurt even when they follow all the rules. Okay. So what is the like? What are you saying? Why are you trying to blame us? You should be talking to men instead. Okay. So then she released a second video, basically elaborating and explaining that she is not saying that, which is something she clarified at the beginning of the first video, that you, if you do all these things, something bad will not happen to you. Crime is inevitable, but these are preventative measures. And as with every other crime, there are preventative measures that people take that is something she feels like people need to do, right? So you've seen the first video. I don't think you had a chance to see the second one. Yeah. But what were your initial opinions on that, if um, you had any? Okay, so I definitely think she was making a lot of sense because, I mean, you don't see fire and run into it. So um, if there's a way to walk around the fire or dance around the fire... Uh, without getting burnt. Okay, not even dance around, because that's kind of like... <laughs> that's <to> also <laughs> kind of dangerous. Yeah, you might slip up tempting it. Yeah, like tempting it. But, okay, maybe just simply walking away from the fire. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, I mean, if there's that option, why not? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm of that view as well. So, definitely, she made a lot of sense to me. Um, uh, I think the take on people saying that... Um, uh, you can follow all the rules and still stuff, get still, still, yeah. Yeah. still get hurt or whatever. Um, I think th I feel like that is not a statement that we should be having in this argument because I agree. It's, not, it's not supposed to. It doesn't counter what she's saying. Actually. I agree. It's just another take yeah. by itself on its own. Right. I agree. That's, that's how I feel. No. Um, because bad stuff will happen to you. Whether you are in the whether you try to prevent it yeah, or not, whether you are in the most secure, secure environment yeah. or not, that's or right. Good, like or you will yeah. never get hit. Whether you're in the yeah. if you're in the if if you're in the most secure environment or not. So that's right. I mean, uh, I hear stories every day about how people um, have. Okay, you know what? Let me let me let me be, let me be very careful about how I make this statement. <laughs> sure. So I hear stories every day about how people uh, run into, like, let's say, Kwashi boys, and yeah. uh, let's say someone broke into their homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of these stories sometimes they were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes sure. they were at the place they were supposed to be. Yeah, and, and they still happened. Still yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah, and trouble yeah. came to them. So and. Uh, I have um, a, a perspective whereby I haven't really experienced that. Right. Yeah. So, and and it's funny because um, I've moved uh, where I used to be. Um, I used to take walks like late in the night. Right. Like 10, 11, 12, sometimes even 1 a.m. Just okay. walking. Like right. I, I used to really take a lot of walks because it helped me clear my head and it helped me write as well. Absolutely. So, um, I like I, I could be walking in the most random places, places random right. neighborhoods. Like I could walk from neighborhood to neighborhood. From like, uh, there was a time I was walking, I was walking at Usu, around ten eleven. 
Just no, but you see, okay, depending you on where you're so, working, in Osu is like alive till like four or five years. Well, yeah, but I feel like. But that's so dangerous. I feel like, like, there are, there, like Osu has like inside yeah, neighborhoods yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, yeah. like that's, that. And it does, yeah. This walking I'm talking about, it's not like I'm walking on the main road main and walking road, yeah. along <laughs> the stretches. Like yeah. I'm just walking. Side roads, nungu nungu. Anywhere that I can enter yeah, and yeah, just yeah. explore like different, different places. Basically, that's what I was doing. I used to do a lot of that. So, and nothing happened to me. Right, so this is me being, or what someone would say, me being in the wrong place at, at the wrong time. time. Yeah, all the odds are supposed to be against, against me, you. but nothing actually happens. Yeah, right. So I mean, it's 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 just situational, right. and it's. Um, I mean, nobody can say that um, this will ensure this hundred percent or Absolutely. that hundred percent. So yeah. I feel like that's a different take by itself. I agree. And again, like I said, I side with. Her, okay. Her okay. How sense. about you? Yeah. Bro? So I was just gonna say that, like, I personally feel like, especially online, yeah, a lot of conversations people look at it with the angle of absolutes. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? I agree. Like, okay. With that, too. they don't yeah. come in with. I find it funny. They don't look at it from the perspective of okay, maybe this person is adding to the conversation. You understand me? Because. Yeah. It's not just like, yeah, fine, we get it. We should be having conversations. There should be campaigns about, you know, analyzing and educating about the behavior of men, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. About what, you know, how they treat women, stuff like that. That's great and all. But mm -hmm. let's be real with ourselves. How effective is that education going? Like, well, what's, right. how, especially, I'm speaking especially in our part of the world in Ghana. I don't necessarily see any active education or steps other than, you know, people having more conversations about it on Twitter, which is great. It does go to, you know, it does go... Get to new get to, Yeah, it, it goes to some degree to help. But ultimately, I don't think... I still feel like there's such a huge majority of men out there who are still living in their ways and doing what they are used to doing. Right. I, I think Do there's, also, there's also so, the, like, the section of... The audience that hears that message, that exactly, and the ones that aren't don't. affected by the message, exactly, in any way, exactly, like they do hear it, it reaches them, but it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, and also, yeah, and there's a lot of people too yeah. who don't hear the message. Do you yeah. know what I'm If you're not on yeah. Twitter having this conversation, if you are not listening to podcasts or watching, you know, shows where they are having these type of conversations, then you are out, right? Yeah. Right. So for me, if we are not necessarily seeing any real tangible efforts in the campaigns and the education then I feel like there is some value in, you know, going the protection route and saying, look, this is not ideal, but Charlie, just guard yourself. Just like, you know, um, put yourself in a position where, you know, you don't find yourself in trouble or in a compromising situation. You understand? Because right. the reality is, yes, there's danger out there every day on yes. different, different things. And we protect ourselves in so many different ways. You understand? When it comes to these things. And, I don't necessarily, f I feel like we, are, we take away, we take something away from this conversation when we completely rule out the conversation on, you know, protection. I still think that, Charlie, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's valid. Yeah. So, like, from my perspective, and I, I watched the video a couple of times and I read a lot of, like, the responses. <clears throat> Look, like, I want to say I understand the people who are a little bit angry, but I really don't, because the thing is, look, her video said there was something she said in the video that personally I was like, yeah, you didn't need to include that, you know. Like when she was like, so there, were, there was a part in the video where she was talking about like there's some people who are 
dirt and there's some people who are diamonds or gems and yeah, yeah, some people yeah. get protected. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's unnecessary. Yeah, I didn't I didn't actually get that part. Yeah. Uh, like the thing is that there were parts of the video where she made it see where some of the things that she was saying made it seem like she was she was not being kind to certain people. So I get mm-hmm. that bit. But the point like I don't think that should take away from the point she was trying to make. What she was trying to say was if telling people or if telling men like you both said to stop raping was going to stop people from doing rape or doing assault or doing harm against women nobody would be doing that because i don't think anybody grows up in a household where they're like yeah it's okay to do stuff like that right like i i don't think any or, or let me not say anybody but very few people grow up in households like that and even if you grow up in a household like that the minute you interact with any other regular human being outside they will be like yeah that's some crazy shit. don't do that <laughs> yeah. you know so like <laughs> um so like yeah. when people try to pretend or act like okay well what she was saying is her ignoring the facts. No, she. what she's saying is... She's adding to that. This yeah, course. what she's saying is that we understand that that is important. But like any other crime, because every other crime is illegal, right? Like mm-hmm. you read the law and every yeah. other crime is illegal. Murder is illegal, but people still kill. Mm-hmm. Like you said, theft and quashe is illegal. They've been educating people not to steal, but they are still stealing. Right, quashe is illegal. People still quashe. Yeah. You are not going to say, well, you can get quashed anytime. So what I'm going to do is wear my most flashy outfit and walk in a dangerous part of a car because I can get quashed anywhere. So I'm still going to do that. (laughs) When you're having a conversation about something, right? Like you said, there are several ways to approach anything, right? When we were talking about the George Floyd case back in 2000, people said there are several different ways to approach what happened, right? Everybody had their own perspective. You don't say, well, you, this is not the time to have this conversation. Because you have to come at everything from every single possible, like, you, you have to come at it with everything you can to keep it from happening again. And I think that that's what she was saying. She was saying that if you care about the men in your life and you want those men to protect you, what you are going to have to do is understand that, okay, well, if my man who I care about says I shouldn't go out late at night and maybe be drunk around certain people, maybe that's a good idea because if I go do that and I get in trouble and I call him, that puts him under threat. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't want me to do that. So he is not under threat. But why, is, why does that put him under threat? Because if if you go out and somebody, and, and you, if you go out and you get drunk and somebody mm-hmm. is antagonizing, is, is antagonizing you, right? And you are like... But she's already, like... In terms of threats, like, she's already in danger. I'm not saying that she's yeah, not in danger. Already. What the lady was saying is, if you put yourself in... So, let, let's say, like, you are... Let me take back to a bodyguard okay. example. As a bodyguard, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody says they're going to play a show, right? Like, if somebody's playing a show, they'll ask you, what's the lighting like? How many exits? You know, like... Right. What, what's the, your exit strategy? All of this stuff will be determined with the bodyguard. And the bodyguard will some, sometimes tell you, don't play the show because they don't have enough exits. There's not enough fire hazards. There's not enough this. There's not enough that, right? Okay. If you discard the bodyguard's advice and you decide to play the show anyway, you're putting the bodyguard at risk. 
Because the only reason he told you not to play the show is because he recognizes the risk that is there. You can choose to take that risk with your life if you want to. Mm -hmm. But if you have a bodyguard, you're also taking the risk with his okay. life. Mm -hmm. right, I get that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that is the exact point that she was trying to make. If you expect somebody to protect you, you shouldn't put yourself in a position where now when you get in trouble, then you call him and you're like, hey, I need protection. And you expect him to run and come and put his life at risk for you when it's something he told you to stay, stay away, away from. from. <laughs> right? It's like yeah. if somebody says, if you put your hand in fire, it will burn you. Mm -hmm. And then you put your hand in fire and it burns you. You're like, oh my God, I'm on fire. <laughs> Save me from the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have done, you <clears throat> just don't go to the fire in the first. And I think that yeah. that was her point. But people took a lot of offense to that because, again, they kept bringing it back to women get hurt all the time, even when they do all the right things. And yeah. I, I agree that's true. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's true, like, men should stop doing those things. I exactly. think, like I said, I think every regular human being agrees with that. But like everything else, you need to take some preventative measures. So with that, yeah. with that, those are the points, like I said, I agree with her with. Some yeah. of the other stuff she said, hey, offensive, I don't agree with those things, but she made good points. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. position on that. Okay, so um, should we move to the next one? We can, yeah. Okay, all right. So basically the next one was someone talking about um, expression of emotion, right? Okay. And this person had mentioned that, okay, just because if this person said, if he hits the wall when he's angry or throws something at the wall when he's angry, then know that he is capable of hitting you, right? Okay. And Wait, the person who hit his hand on the wall is the person who said that? No, 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 no. Oh, There's just a random person okay. saying that if okay. you are in, like, for example, if you are, in, if you are with okay. someone, okay. right? And he gets angry. Yeah, he gets angry and, and hits the wall mm -hmm. during the argument, something. Mm -hmm. Or when he gets angry, he throws something at the wall. Mm -hmm. It may not even necessarily be at you. It could be something else, a random thing, reason. And he mm -hmm. gets angry, throws something at the wall. Then he's capable of hitting you. Okay. Right. So we want to, you know, dissect this a little bit. Is it that simplistic? Like, can you really judge a person's, um, what a person is capable of based off of how they express themselves? emotionally you know because someone made the argument that well just like laughing and crying you know there are different degrees to it you understand me i might find i might find something super hilarious where i'm literally crying on the floor okay you know and someone will just smile for them that's like the impact of what you said that's the expression right? of emotion yeah that's their expression of yeah. you know how they are reacting to what you're saying mm -hmm. you understand <coughs> in terms of crying we do know that, Charlie, some men, they'll be like, yeah, I'm a real, you know, so <laughs> I'm not going to cry. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? But then some guy, Charlie, he'll be bawling out. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so is it fair for you to say that, oh, okay, because this person is, you know, has tears running down their face, whatever, it means that they are probably, I don't know, a softy or a compassionate person versus someone who doesn't cry at all. Like, you know, that means that they are, like, a hard person or they don't, they, they wouldn't really be um, in touch with, you know, their emotional, the emotional side, side, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Do you get what I'm saying? Or put simply, if somebody up? hits a wall when they're angry, is it likely that they'll hit their partner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that, you know, is it, is it fair to judge someone based off how they express their... Nah, okay. So, me, the first time, I mean, I heard that statement, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember Yeah, that. I was shocked because... I don't see how that correlates. Um, 
I mean, taking it like literally hitting your hand on the wall because you're angry about something or angry at someone, uh, it doesn't, it has no connection with, um, let's say, being, uh, how do I say, aggressive? Physically okay. aggressive towards another person. Like another person. It just means that you are angry about this or that, and this is how you want to channel that energy out of you. But okay. uh, saying that statement, I know, I know that the word channeling that en- energy out of you, <laughs> yeah, taking yeah. it to another context. Right. So I just want to say channeling that energy out of you in the sense that um, you you acknowledge where you can ch- uh, channel that energy out yeah to just to add to that because someone was saying that like anger like that always needs an outlet yeah. so i guess that's what you're speaking to exactly right? so exactly. you agree that like i mean pent up anger i, needs I would an i wouldn't say it always needs an outlet it just needs a way to be dealt with oh, okay. mm-hmm. that's that's what i think right, and right, some right, people right. deal with it by Either hitting something, playing drums, a walk, yeah. yeah, doing taking a walk. Okay, yeah, in my case, you. I take yeah. a walk, um, or just doing something, you know. So, I mean, as long as you acknowledge that if you are going to hit a wall or if you are going to throw something, it's not going to hurt anyone, <laughs> <laughs> then go ahead. As long as it's not going to, like, you know, yeah, destroy anything permanently. I guess right. for the person, the argument is it's a slippery slope because. Yeah, fine. Every day is a war, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes sometimes human beings, like, we are capable of going overboard. We are capable of losing our heads sometimes, right? So the person's argument is, one day it could be you. Mm-hmm. You know, one day it could be, like, you know, the other person in mm-hmm. frame <laughs> being punched. Okay. You know, so... I, I, just, feel, I just feel like you um, channeling your, your negative energy out of you is only valid if you know that you are not going to channel it in a way that was, that will be harmful yeah, to other people or be harmful to another person. That's yeah. what I think. But I I don't think it has any correlation to the type of person you are, whether right. you are an aggressive person or whether you're a softy or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it has anything to do with that because people get angry. Even the calmest people, of course, get they angry get angry when you know really bad yeah. stuff happens absolutely so, i mean you can't really just judge someone based off of that yeah. and so you know one thing that's before so, no, 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 no. Sure, that's like fine. one thing i find interesting is people often like you get angry once not once per se but like if you are someone people consider calm okay and you get angry like what people would perceive to be really angry and okay. really expressive in that anger they use it to like. It basically cancels out. Everything. <laughs> all the time. It's like, yeah, all the time. It's like, yeah, it's like, nah, this is your true. I, I, and I said this on the, <laughs> on the last episode. podcast. Yeah, They're like, yo, this is these are your true colors. I'm like, what? Bro, it's crazy. Anyways, no, no, no. So I was going to say that, like, there's a plethora of things I want to say, but the first thing I want to say is that, like, let me make an argument for the Twitter, the initial Twitter. Okay. Actually, what is it now? Is it a Twitter or an app? <laughs> I, I feel very uncomfortable <laughs> saying Exa. I will not lie Why? to you because it's it's it sounds like a porn thing. <laughs> like Exa, <laughs> what? Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> my, my whole but like let me let me let me make an argument for it. It's about emotional <laughs> regulation. Fuck. Anyway, you, nah, you, you continue. <laughs> it's, about, it's about emotional regulation. Yeah, okay. So if her argument is that 
somebody who is punching a wall's level of emotional regulation is poor, which right. means that you can push them to the point where they will do something like that. I can understand her <coughs> argument. My only issue with that is, <laughs> is, like, kind of going back to the first thing, if you record, first of all, if you are with a partner like that and your choice is not to leave a partner like that, you should take preventative measures. So you should recognize that my partner has issues with emotional regulation. Perhaps mm. I should not antagonize them to the point that they hit something. Mm. Don't you think that's a little bit unfair, though? Let me put isn't it. That, isn't that kind of still playing around the capability exactly. of them being able to hit you when no, it gets yeah. to that No, no, no. What I'm not, because what, I feel like what you just said means that uh, they have like a, a boiling point, right? So you know that this is what they can take. And but that's her argument. What, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm making an argument for her. Okay. Right? It's like her argument is that if somebody can hit a wall, yeah. then there's a point where they can get so angry they'll hit something. And that okay. something could be you. Okay. I think that's the argument she's yeah, making. Yeah. Okay. I can, and I'm, what I'm saying is the only way I can understand her argument is if she's making an emotional regulation argument. Okay. Because if you are somebody who's good at emotional regulation, at no point should you be so angry that you will hit something, especially in front of somebody else. Okay. You should be able to take a breath, maybe walk away, go to... I, I keep saying this thing. I was a very angry kid. Okay. But I never got physical in front of anybody. I would usually go to my room and maybe hit a wardrobe. Like, I don't do that now. So, but you don't okay. play FIFA, do you? I do. You play FIFA? Yes. Bro, the number of times I've thrown I've, I've <laughs> myself, bro, like... Have you smashed a pad before? I've definitely thrown it. Away okay, before. so I used to do that. But it didn't get smashed. But, like, the number of times I've looked at the TV and be like, hey, Charlie, if nobody say you did cost thing. <laughs> but, bro, that, you but see, like, that, yeah. that's exactly my point about emo emotional regulation. Yeah. When you realize the value of something, right. you do not... Yeah, I'm able to do that. Yes, okay, you, so, you okay, can't... So, yeah, yeah. so if she's making an emotional regulation argument, I can understand her points to some degree. But I still can't fully agree with that <clears throat> because... If somebody is hitting a wall because they're angry, they, unless the wall made them angry, <laughs> they're channeling their anger to something that they feel will not be affected by their emotional outburst. And I think that's the argument yeah, 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 you yeah. are making. Yeah. Yeah. That like somebody might go to the gym and pump out a bunch of weights mm -hmm. and come home and be cool. Yeah. So you see, what you are saying right now, you are saying that They've, they see, they perceive whatever is in front of them as something that if they hit or, like, it's not going to be harmful. Like, as in, for them... Yes, they, they channel really it care. into something that they, they feel is, yes. not, is not going to cause any real damage. What yeah. if you... What if the person in the room is someone... <laughs> that they don't feel. <laughs> they don't feel. It's like... <laughs> well, that, that, but, but, yeah, but, but, yeah, 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 but... <laughs> Yeah, fair so enough. at that point, Th fair enough, fair enough. You go so, and, and that's what I'm saying that, like, if okay. you, but then that comes to like the emotional regulation part. Okay. Because if you can regulate your emotions well enough, you recognize that hu every human being is valuable, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, I, so I had this conversation with uh, somebody that I was seeing some time ago, and I was like, I couldn't really hit an animal, no matter how angry I was oh, at okay. an animal. Okay. Right? I couldn't really hit... I couldn't ever hit another living thing another that living I really cared yeah. about, okay. no matter how angry I was with it, because I... Va like, one, I don't like getting hit, so yeah. I don't see why I would hit that thing. I feel and that secondly, is. like, the minute I... If I get 
angry enough to want to hit that thing. I think that that is more a feeling on my part than on the part of the animal. Because there's nothing another person can do that is so frustrating that I would want to hit them. Like, I can't imagine it. Even if they hit me, like... Yeah, this is your expression of, you know, that particular thing. Exactly. Like, like someone can... Come on, someone might also feel like, you know what? I'm so angry that, like, yo, I can't contain this. I'm doing this. And this was my, like, le- my follow-up argument. Okay, sure. Kids are going to hit you. Yeah, your yeah, kids yeah. are 100% going to hit you. I don't care who you are, <laughs> right? Like, you could be Martin Luther. Your kids are going to hit you. Yeah. Are you going to hit them back? I get you. Right? So, yeah. it, to me, it always comes to the point of emotional regulation. Like, if she's making an emotional regulation argument, I can understand her. But I also think that people should have healthy outlets for their emotions. Because yeah. you can't bottle up your emotions. So, yeah. like I was saying, some people go to the gym, right? Like, when I get really angry, like you, I might take a walk. Mm-hmm. Or I might do something physically assertive as a way of channeling my anger, right? But, yeah, I'm not going to channel it onto somebody by hitting or taking it out on a thing or a person. Like, if I'm going to take it out, I'll try and find the healthiest way possible. So I'm not going to hit something. I'm going to run or, you know, maybe I might shout or I might have, like, a debate. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Right? Any final thoughts on this? Mm. Okay, wait. Does that does that? Because um, you mentioned shout, uh, right. that could be considered verbal abuse, right? So, yeah. um, so um, if you not t- even based on what you say, just the fact that you've just, raised your yeah, voice. Yeah, just the fact that you raised yeah. your voice. So here's my point, right? Um, if your kid, uh, and I'll go back to the kid example. If your kid is being super stubborn, and they are hitting you. If you say something with a sense of authority, and like nonverbal communication is a huge thing in interpersonal communication. So if I say something to you very loudly, Mm -hmm. you will understand that what I'm saying is important. Because I wouldn't shout it unless I felt like you need to hear it. I might shout at my kid to stop doing something. I don't see, if I don't say it in an abuse, if I don't use abusive language, for them to take it as abuse, would be, in my opinion, a, a poor and dishonest interpretation of what I'm doing. Yes, because the, the only way you can get your message through to somebody who is unwilling to listen to you is either through action or through words. If your words are not working, you can increase the volume or change the way that you speak. Okay. Right? So if the way changing the way you speak doesn't work, then you have to increase the volume of what you're saying. Okay. Especially if it's somebody you care about. Mm-hmm. And if none of those things work, you're going to have to take an action. But action also has worse effects than words. Yeah. So rather than ground you for a week, if I scream at you and you do something, at least then I don't have to ground you for a week. But if I ground you for a week, you're not going to like that. You'd probably rather I screamed at you. Mm-hmm. So that is my understanding of the escalation of things, especially if you are like a properly, <coughs> like, or at least if you're handling things the way I feel like they should be handled. Okay. So first you talk to them calmly. Some people don't hear you when you talk. Kids never listen when you talk to them calmly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you talk to them with a little bit more sternness yeah. in your voice. Yeah. They probably still won't listen. 
So then you raise your voice a little bit. And if they still don't listen, then you can take an action, which doesn't mean you hit them. It just means you do, you negatively reinforce the behavior. You just take something away and you don't give it back till they do the right thing. Yeah. Parenting 101 by Zumba, <laughs> AKA Big Mind. <laughs> okay, all right. So you, before we uh, wrap this up, let me just do some um, plugins and shout outs. Guys, if you haven't done this already, please follow us on our socials at Gold Coast Report on Twitter, at the Gold Coast Report on Instagram, at the Gold Coast Report on TikTok, right? And also, you can find all of our episodes on all podcast platforms, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on our website, listentogcr.com. Okay, shout out to our producer, George. Go check out his music on Spotify, King George VIII. Um, shout out to our videographer, little shout out to Kofi behind the scenes people never really give the people behind the scenes shout outs brian i'm sure you can relate to this because yeah, yeah. you have a whole team behind <laughs> you and stuff like that yeah, so yeah definitely. we always try to do so so yeah That's guys cool. go do that um but yeah can let's, i, can I okay, interject sure. really quickly there was one thing that we had talked about before and i just wanted a bit of your opinion on it you are mm -hmm. more than welcome to ship right. it but we had talked before about the idea of um you know when you have an issue with somebody and you were talking about how sometimes you need space in order okay. to figure things out. There was a question I wanted to ask you. If, and I'm asking this in the, like in the context both of friendships and relationships, so you can tackle whichever one you feel more comfortable with. But if you are in a friendship with somebody and you're going through something, what is it that you can do when you are apart that you cannot do when you are together? Like that is a genuine question that I have. I, I would appreciate it if you take it both from the friendship and the relationship perspective. Because okay. here's my thing. Okay. If I have an issue with my friend, right, like my best friend, and we're working through the issue, I am not going to tell my best friend, we need to take a break from this while I go figure shit out and come back. Because I can figure shit out while we're still friends. Okay. Right. Same thing with my partner. If me and my partner <coughs> have an issue, I can yeah. be like, hey, we can figure this out. Like whatever it is you need to do to figure it out, we can still do the relationship thing while you're figuring it out. Yeah, the okay. only thing I feel like you, can, you cannot do while you have that commitment are things that shouldn't be a part of the commitment, right? So, like, okay. you want to go and do something extra committal yeah. and then come okay. back to the commitment. That okay. is why you need that time. So, I want to ask you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is there, like, is there anything like, that you can ask that? Because that's something that I've been trying to understand. No, 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 I get it. And I remembered why you... The reason why you're asking this because yeah. we started, we talked about this a lot. We did, yeah. Yeah, so basically, right, for me, what, what I said when I said that was, if, you know, let's say I'm in a friendship with someone, right, and let's say, you know, we, are, we have our differences, right, so there are certain things that I do that you may not necessarily, that may not necessarily be up your street mm -hmm. or something that you like, mm -hmm. and there may be things that you also do that I don't necessarily find likable, right? Yeah. So we share those differences. I'm like, yo, this thing that you do, yeah, I don't really like it because this is the way it affects me, right? And you also tell me that, okay, this thing that you do, um, I don't necessarily, it doesn't really work for me, right? So now we've shared that. We are both on the same page. So as we keep going on and we are, you know, we're around each other and we are, you know, um, we are friends still. And I still see you, putting up those patterns of behavior, you understand? And I'm like, okay, yo, bro, like, this thing that you're doing, like, we spoke, that, we spoke about it, 
and it's still happening. I'm just bringing it up again. You understand me? So um, what can I do to help the situation? You understand me? You let yeah. me know, and then I do it, and it's still happening. You understand me? Yeah. And for me, if that particular thing is something that triggers me in a particular way, it's like when, I, when this happens, I get really upset, and it affects the way I function. You understand me? Maybe they, even when I'm with you, the vibe is off because you've done it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, right, in that situation, I don't see the point of still constantly, right, coming to you or being around you and you keep doing the same thing and I always have to go through that emotional cycle. Yeah. At some point, fair. it becomes toxic for toxic. me. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. Because it's like, yo, I, like, even before I come around you, I'm like, oh, I have to deal with this again. Yeah. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. So in as much as, yeah, I could be, we could be working on it, whatever, I also don't enjoy coming to experience that over and over again okay. while you figure it out. So sometimes I might be like, you know what, let's just um, give ourselves some space. You understand me? And mm -hmm. me not being around, then you, it is very, very obvious because sometimes people get comfortable. When you're around, it's easy to slip into patterns. Do you get what I'm saying? It's very, very that. easy to slip into yeah. normal patterns. You understand? But when you're not around, I feel that to some degree, there's a change yeah. in the environment or, or yeah. whatever. So the person, it probably then impacts the person in a way that's like, okay, in order for, that's if the person really cares about a relationship, in order for things to resume or get back to normal, then I really need to lock in on this mm -hmm. and then do this so that in the hope that when they come by, obviously there's no guarantees, but in the hope that maybe we can get to the point where, you know, we come back and then now, I guess we figure it out. So for yeah. me, that's my, you know, um, outlook on that. I mean, do you have question. anything to add? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Um, so with me, I feel like uh, the space is definitely necessary sure. because I feel like it kind of refreshes everything or restarts everything. Um, okay, for example, um, it, it might not be a, um, a person to person yeah. relationship example, but it, it's, it, it works the same way. The logic is the same. So Let's just say I'm working on um, a, like a large piece of music, right? And maybe it's taking me hours to finish. And okay, maybe it's supposed to take me, let's say, three days to finish, right? I obviously wouldn't be able to sit um, in the studio for three, three days, days yeah. consistently working on uh, the song or the music yeah. and then finish it um, all through and through. I'll have to take breaks. Right, and the point of the breaks is just so that I can uh, take a step back, clear my head, and then come back with, um, shall I say, a, a bit more positive, positive energy or positive attitude towards finishing the project. Because sometimes, um, when you when you stay in um, a situation that's draining you, it it doesn't make you see. Uh, that this can actually be fixed or you just feel like, okay, let me just hang in there. Whatever happens, happens. But when you take a step back, it gives you a, like a, a fresh perspective. And when you come back, you can actually see um, certain things and be able to point out certain things and hopefully address them in a new way that you uh, yeah. weren't doing that before, before you left. So in this situation, I feel like it works the same way. I mean, it works for me. So uh, that's, that's the approach I would You know what I would add to that? What I would say is that when you leave that situation, 
I don't think I think it's very constructive to don't just leave and go and sit there. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, when so you, you leave, leave and then you ponder, interact yeah. with something. Yeah. Like there has yeah. to be some interaction in yeah. an attempt to kind sort of, of like figure out the situation. Yourself. Exactly. Because yeah. even Kojo Q on our last episode, on you know, the on our episode with him, mm-hmm. he mentioned that, you know, he felt like he needed to he had gotten to a point where everything that he needed to say or everything that he had experienced, he had already put in his music. Right. So it was like he felt like there was a block. He felt like there wasn't any more. He needed some time into, to go so he needed to remove himself from his current situation mm-hmm. and experience other things so that he could bring different you know experiences, experiences or perspectives to yeah. you know his music. So yeah, that's but pretty much it for me. I think you both okay, so two things. First of all, um even in those situations, everything you guys have said is that you were still committed to the goal. So yeah. even though you took yourself out of the situation that you felt was putting you in a bad, like mm-hmm. in, in a funk, mm-hmm. you didn't lose sight of what the goal was. Mm-hmm. That's very different from somebody saying, this friendship, I can't do again. I'm oh, coming okay. back. So that's what you were saying. Yeah, because if you say okay. this friendship, I can't do again. So maybe, you know, let me go and figure shit out and then maybe... I'll come back and do that friendship okay. again. And those are two different things. That is, is, is yeah. a, that, that's my yeah. point. So, right, okay. like, I, I understand somebody saying, hey, I'm going through some, I need some time to figure my shit out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need a week, Okay. you know, to figure some shit out. And that is another thing. Like, a lot of the times when it comes to things like that, it is, especially if it's two people, I think it's very fair to put a time on it. Because okay. you can't tell your friend, I need to go and figure my shit out, friend-wise. So when I figure it out, I'll let you know. But be my friend and wait. <laughs> when I figure it out, I'll yeah, come yeah. back. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, but it's also fair to say that I need this time. But you should give your friend so the you time. Understand. Yeah. Yes, you should. But you, you have to give your friend. Because if I imagine Donald, I came to you and I was like, yo, like I still want to do the podcast, but I don't know when I'll be able to do the next episode because I have some mm-hmm. shit I need to deal with. Oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah. yeah, I get you. So you both said you would still be committed to that. And another thing you, I think, another thing that I gleaned from what you were all saying is that when you take that time off, mm-hmm. you do do things that you wouldn't be able to do when you, when were, you were committed. committed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the only reason you would want to end a commitment to go and figure yourself out is because you want to do extra committal things, which was my point. Well, not exactly, because um, you see it as an extra commental thing, but we see it as, okay, at least I see it as um, a distraction that is supposed to build up to help me kind of restart or refresh myself. And that is fine. So it's not necessarily like, um, I want to go and do this other thing and that is what is making me leave. It's this situation that's making me leave. Right. Yeah. So right. now that I've left... I need to kind of... I have like, the opportunity to yeah, do... Yeah, I have the, I have the freedom to do, to do that. Freedom is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, but, <that's, laughs> yeah, but like, like... Literally, that's... Yeah, because when you say freedom, it kind of makes it sound like you are trapped. Yeah. And that is what you wanted to break free to go and do. Yeah. But yeah. but but that's not the... That wasn't the motive It's of not you, that you broke free to you, go and do those things. Free, but yeah. it's that you did feel trapped. You did feel trapped. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so. Then, yeah, but then... Okay, no, no, so, not trapped in the relationship or friendship but okay. trapped in a situation yeah trapped yeah. in a situation yeah so but i feel like when you use the word trapped it makes it sound like there's something that is being hindered right and that is that thing that is going to be should i say 
unveiled, taken away, or, or, yes, or, 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 or addressed when the freedom yeah. finally comes. Yeah. But that's not the perspective I, that I have. Yeah, because I'm not breaking free to go and do that other thing. No, you're breaking. I am breaking free just. So, so that, that you don't have to deal back. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that you don't have to exactly. deal with the, exactly. the, the, the so constraints the or the commitments. Yeah. The, like the original space where everything started from. It's not going elsewhere. Yeah. I so it's not that. like an extra commitment. I feel it. I feel yeah. It. yeah. But yeah, no. So like my... Because I, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I've been thinking about that for a long time. Like <laughs> I've been trying to figure out... I get you. I get you. I get you. It, it's one of those things I really like. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> okay. Like I, 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 I cannot imagine going up to my best friend and me like, yo, yeah, we we've had a lot of issues, so maybe I need like two, and not even I need some time away from you. I'll be like, bro, like, nah, you're really pissing me off. We need to talk this through mm-hmm. to, so yeah. that we get to a point where you're not pissing me off anymore. <laughs> we have to talk every day for a week. <clears throat> That's yeah, fine, yeah, but we need to get to a point where you're not pissing me off anymore. That's, but that's the way I approach yeah, things, yeah, yeah. right? So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, Brian. Um, Sorry for let's just. Oh, no, no. No problem. Let's talk about uh, music um, okay. before we, you know, head on out. Um, okay. So, yeah. How are you feeling, like, recently? Like, I know you've dropped an EP. Yeah. Um, what was the feeling behind this particular project? Um, yeah. Um, okay. In so comparison the, so to your project. Okay. So, the EP yeah. is called Detour. Yeah. And... Detour because it's in line with uh, the theme of my previous project, which was Road to Astafari, the album. So Road to Astafari was denoting a journey and or a transition one way or the other, right? So basically on a journey, on a pathway towards something or somewhere or someplace. And uh, this is Detour, meaning there's a redirection of where you were supposed to end up. So your destination has changed. Um, and that's actually what has happened with me and with my music because um, all up until Road to Hastafari, um, I had a certain place that I felt like I was moving towards with my music um, or a certain message that I felt like I, was, I wanted my music to um, put out. So... Um, Somewhere along the line, that message changed. And I felt like I needed to um, uh, kind of involve or acknowledge that, that new message or that change of message in the music. So right now, um, I mean, first, I wouldn't say my music was explicit or there was anything wrong <laughs> with it or anything uh, yeah. destructive about it before. It was actually very inspiring, motivating it was, me. Yeah. But... Now, I feel the need to also include the awareness of spirituality and faith because I feel like um, all of those things work together in reality. Mm-hmm. So, leaving them out was, to me, now I see it as a flaw. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so Detour is basically a more faith-focused lens of me basically making all the music that I used to make. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned that it's faith-focused. Yeah. Um, so, for you, it's like the faith aspect, it was ex- it existed already. Yeah. You are just now introducing it exactly. more into your music. Exactly. Right? So, you don't necessarily feel like... So, do you feel like you have changed? Like, is that some... What's a, what's, a, what's a tangible thing that has changed about you as a person or you as an artist? That's well, influencing I mean, yeah, this okay. redirection. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Personally, I feel like 
the faith was already there, mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't practicing it religiously as I felt like okay. I needed to, or as I as I thought I was supposed to. So um, now I am doing that and seeing its effect in my life personally, and so it has created the need to also involve that in the music, just so that it's. Um, holistic because the whole reason why I make music is to uh, basically extend my personality or extend what how I'm seeing the world or how I what I'm experiencing in my life. The music is an extension into, of yourself yeah, into right? other yeah. people's ears or um, yeah so just so that people can experience what I'm experiencing or relate to what I'm experiencing. So I just felt like it, it had to be it had to be equal to what I was actually experiencing on the ground. Okay. It couldn't be a mismatch. Tell us uh, what what's uh, tell us about your faith. Like what's what's that? What's how is that expressed? What's, what's okay? I'm definitely Christian. Okay, um, I'm Christian Catholic. <laughs> yeah, but you Catholic? me. No? Me. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> are you an atheist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I'm Christian okay. Catholic. Um, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much that. I don't, I, okay, so um, I am I'm the type that likes to look at things through a practical lens. So I don't just hear, do this, do this, do this, and you'll get this. And then I just take it at that. I actually look at why you need to do this and why doing this will get you this. Right? So that was the lens I was, or I've always been looking at or practicing my faith with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, earlier this year, I decided to, like, take a deeper dive into the whys, right? And I discovered or re-informed myself about stuff that I wasn't, um, should I say, bringing to focus mentally mm-hmm. when I was practicing the faith or during my practice of the faith. Mm-hmm. So, now it's it's more like I am more aware of the stuff that, I already knew, but I just wasn't yeah, focusing on and new information that more into I have now yeah. discovered as well right. and built upon. So uh, that's basically what okay. how I describe my. I have a really well. weird yeah. question. Okay. Do you think if you were born in a different part of the world, mm-hmm. you would have been a different religion? Uh, like a different part of the world that practiced a different religion. Yes, where the predominant religion was a different one. Do you think that that Definitely. might have? Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> so. So if that's the case, I would just ask, do you feel like... Because I think that most religions, right? I, like, I understand the utility of religion. Okay. It, it, like you said, the why we do religion is... very. Like, I think religion is very important, okay. despite being... Okay. An, I think religion is very important. Okay. Um, so that's why I asked that question, because the utility of religion is ubiquitous everywhere around the world. Like okay. every single group of people that have any religion, that religion is useful for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the reason I ask is because you are talking about the fact that you've gone into the wise. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like there are wise in other religions that you you kind of relate to or you feel like if you were born in those places you would Yeah, have? I, I definitely feel I mean religion is kinda is 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 a big part of culture. Right? So um, I feel like definitely if I was born into that society or into that community, um, I would see reason for some of the practices in that religion. Um, I also do feel like even if I was born into another religion, the same drive or curiosity that I used to figure out stuff 
within my religion is the same drive and curiosity that I would. So if I find a flaw there, yeah, I would start looking elsewhere. Mm. So I, I don't think it would really change. Okay, that is if I was born the same person, because I don't know who I was. <laughs> Absolutely. I was born, yeah. So I don't think that would really change um, my approach to religion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, finally, Brian, how do you think people see you? Like, how do you think the world sees you? And does that match how you see, perceive yourself to be? As an artist, I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, how the world sees me. As an artist. As an artist. Versus how you perceive yourself as an artist. Okay. I definitely think people do notice that I am trying, or not trying, but I am being different from, uh, with regards to where um, I'm from or where I'm making my music or where my music mm -hmm. reaches its uh, first initial audience, right? So, um, so definitely that's a, that's a lens that I think um, a lot of people have about me because uh, I, I get that through feedback. So whenever I drop a song or even when I'm interacting with fans or stuff like that, I definitely hear stuff like along the lines of me being different from what they're used to or being unique in one way or the other, whether it's with my personality, how I engage with them or the music itself. So that I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of. I don't know if there's any other <laughs> lens that people see yeah, me through, yeah. but... Um, how I see myself, I definitely see myself as um, proactive. I, I think that's the best word to use because sometimes I work so much that I forget how much um, how much ground I've covered. Yeah. So sometimes when I pause and then you know kind of like. Yeah, take reflect on yeah. everything that's happened or the results of everything that I've done. I get to see that, oh, I even did this back then yeah, during yeah, this. I okay. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's a fair way for me to view myself. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Is there like, um, <clears throat> are there like any rap bars that every time you hear, you go like, that guy was cooking? Okay. Okay, so the funny thing is, I was growing up or coming up I was heavily inspired by rap, but then I stopped listening to rap specifically mm -hmm. um, when I started making when I started putting out music because when I started making putting out music, um, I was influenced by singers or influenced by songwriters or producers. So okay. um, it quickly switched from having strong fixated interest in flow, cadence, uh, wording and all of that to melody, um, vocal texture, stuff, characteristics that you would find more uh, prevalent in singers than in rappers. So, right. Yeah, so I can't, I can't really say that I remember any rap lines yeah. that yeah. blow your mind. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. Like that Whose voice does that to you then? And whose production does that to you? Outside of your producers, of course. Okay, I mean, I definitely, I'm in love with this one. Of those I mean, I feel like he has the most, okay, not the most, but a pretty dynamic voice because it's, it's 
interesting to hear. His voice sounds like an instrument. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So um yeah, tell your your EP. Just tell you know our audience where they can get it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you can stream Detour EP by Brian Williamson on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Audio Play. Shout out to Google They've been supporting us ever since day one, so yeah, shout out to them. Um, you can find Detour EP by Brian Williamson on every streaming platform. Go get it and check it out. Let me know what your favorite songs are. Alright, thank you so much, Brian, for coming through. So, well, as usual, it's been a good one. <laughs> Yeah, so Brian, Charlie, always, thank always you for here. coming through. Thank and you, yeah, we had a good uh, conversation. And yeah, it was. Yeah, all the best with your with your EP thank and you. you know everything else you have planned ahead. Thank you. Okay, Appreciate and hopefully we'll see you, see you at one of our events. Exactly. Okay, see yeah, yeah, looking forward yeah. to that. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, guys, it's a wrap. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.